Hey y'all, it's Jenny McGrew and this is the Worship Leaders Collective Podcast. Welcome to the Wilco Podcast today, everybody. In the studio, we have with us today, Corey Voss. And we're just so excited to have Corey with us today. He's an awesome worship leader, worship pastor. Um, he's a he's a singer, songwriter, uh, artist. He's basically the full package. But really, what we're just so excited to have him on the podcast with us today because he's truly the real deal. Um, I had met Corey last year in Nashville just at a writer's round. Um, I believe it was with kingdom songs i could be wrong but dustin smith was holding something and gilbert nanlohi from integrity had brought me to this writer's round and to meet you and some other people and you had opened the door and and you know i saw you and and you saw me and mm-hmm. it was just really i believe one of just those god moments you know where hearts just yeah. were connected and i was just so impressed with your your heart with your your spirit, you possess such a, a pure spirit and just such a heart of a worshiper. And and really, as you just begin to share um, in those few moments that we shared together that day, um, just even your heart as a shepherd, it was just, it, there was something very uncommon about you. There's just something mm-hmm. very true and very real and something, if I could even just go as far to say precious mm-hmm. about you and and you know, sometimes maybe we don't see that on an album or we, you know, people can get enamored with like, oh, it's Corey Boss or, you know, he's singer, songwriter, mm-hmm. artist, you know, like just the perceptions that mm-hmm. people get. Sure. But I really am um, just honored to have you here today because I want people to really hear your heart and to really hear really your heart of honor. And that's what we're mm-hmm. going to talk about today is things like cultivating a heart of honor in our personal mm-hmm. life. And how do we do that? And what does that look like? Cultivating a heart of honor with our pastor. Yeah. You know, and, and how, how does that look like with him or her and in our local church? And even cultivating a heart of honor in our worship teams. And even yeah. how that brings a greater expression of obviously honor to God, but it releases a spirit of honor, I believe, mm-hmm. in, our, in our church. Yeah. Um, which is just both powerful and beautiful. So I just want to give the floor to you and um, mm-hmm. even give you a moment, maybe just to open up and just, you know, just share and just share mm-hmm. your story and um, maybe just for a couple of moments, just share about what you're doing right now and where you're at in life. Yeah. Awesome. Well, first, thank you for the opportunity, Jenny, to be here and to share. And um, I do remember um, meeting you that that first time at the writers round, and um, it was it was I agree it was a re- really cool God moment. And I just remember something that you spoke over me. Um, you just talked, which is really crazy because I was kind of seeking the Lord on, okay, what is my like long term purpose if that makes sense in worship? And I kept feeling like he was saying like fatherhood is a huge thing that he was like called me to. And that was like one of the things that you called out that was, you're like, there's a little fatherhood about you. And I was yeah. like, that's so cool. Like, because I had literally felt like the Lord was impressing that on my heart. And so I'm just like, thank you for speaking that and confirming that over me. And that really that. encouraged me a lot. And, um, but yeah, no, I think with honor, it's something for me that goes back a long way um, in ministry. I've been leading worship for half my life now, you know, like 16 years, which is awesome and like it's always been something that I've loved doing um 
but with worship ministry and with leading even whether it's a youth group or a Sunday morning, or you're leading multiple generations, you know, multicultural, whatever that looks like. Um, the heart of honor is something that like was really taught to me in the beginning. Uh, my first youth pastor, he um, taught me a lot about honoring people awesome. around you. And when I was 16, and I remember there were moments where he instilled that in me and he exemplified it too. Um, and like, even in the way that he raised me up, I remember it, he didn't just like throw me on the stage and he was like, here, go lead a song. He actually like walked with me and was like, Hey, this week you're going to play the keys while I, while I lead worship. And then next week you're going to sing a verse. And then the week after that, you're going to lead half the song. And then, so it was just this easing my way into worship leading. Um, but even like the way that he treated people around him was very like, you know, Hey, like let's, let's show that heart of gratitude and honor for um, our leadership. And then when I went to college, um, I experienced that again in the church that I was at. I was in a church down in Florida that was at one point, it was a mega church of like 8,000 people. And then over the years, it kind of, it kind of spread out a little bit and went down in numbers. And, but one thing that I learned from my pastor in Florida, he was on staff at that church for 25 years and he was their worship leader and their administrator. Um, and so he did a lot of things at that church, but one thing I learned from him is he always addressed the senior pastor with honor. Um, yeah. and he always, he called him pastor always. And there was just this respect for our senior pastor that he carried and it was evident and our whole staff carried that, you know, and it was, it was beautiful, um, to see that. And so I just always learned like, Hey, like I want to respect and honor my senior leader. And so I carried that throughout the years until to gateway where I'm at now, right. um, with pastor Jason, he's, he's an incredible shepherd and pastor and he's a man of honor and integrity. And so, um, through his example, I've really learned that you can say things, people can say things, but when their life actually backs it up and when they actually show what it looks like, it yep. speaks so much louder. And then like, like I, I have like so much respect for my pastor because I've walked, we've been friends and in ministry together for seven years now. And I've, I've watched pastor Jason walk through hard stuff, you know, and I've watched him take the high road mm. in, in difficult situations and, and like call the best out of the people around him, mm. which is really powerful. So yeah, I think honor is like, I mean, obviously it's a very, I feel like it's a deep topic, you know, like if you, yeah. It's, it's a good, it's a good topic because I can see a lot of the tension and struggles and even on worship leaders collective, because that's really my context for just seeing like, Hey, what's going on, you know, what's going on, not just here, but what's kind of going on everywhere. And, you know, as in church, I like what a pastor friend of mine in Calgary used to say, you know, Jen, where two or three are gathered, he would say, you know, you're, you're expecting to hear the rest of the verse. And he'd like, there's imperfect people, <laughs> you know? And, and I never forgot that. And it's actually really caused me to see things from different angles and different and help me to see things from points of view. But we yeah. can know that, you know, where two or three are gathered, yeah, there are imperfect people. And, you know, when you're walking through, you know, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and even more years with people, you're going to have situations that are going to arise. Yeah. You're going to have stuff that you're going to deal with. You're going to have circumstances and things come about and how are you going to deal with that when it happens? You know, like what is your posture going to be, you know, because 
there's, you know, and it's just even helping equip and teach a generation of, hey, you can disagree with your leaders, you can disagree with one another, but how are you going to do that? In what spirit and what heart are you going to do that? Because we are definitely not all always going to agree on everything. Right. You know, I, and we're definitely always going to have situations that are going to arise, but what's my spirit, what's my heart going to be, you know, and I often like in my life, I've, my husband and I, we went through quite an ordeal at one situation or one season in our life. And I remember people would want to talk about it. And I would just say, you know what, I'm, I'm just not going to talk badly about my mm. leaders. I'm just, I said, I'm wow. not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. You know, and the only scripture I really had to stand on that season was I won't touch the Lord's anointed. Mm. Yeah. Just even yeah. seeing the whole story between David and Saul. Yeah. And that yeah. was enough in being like, even when it hurt, and even when the pain gets, you know, really real and it feels, real. you know, the song, even when it hurts, like Cal, remember all this screaming, mm-hmm. everyone, mm-hmm. the lyrics, yeah. let's talk about this. And I'm just like, you know, you don't have to sing that song, but we do know that there are moments and there are times yeah. um, with our teams, with one another, with our families, you know, with our leaders, with our pastors, when you know what things can hurt, like yeah. health, you know, mm-hmm. even yeah. situations in life. But how yeah. are we going to deal that with that? And what is our posture yeah. be in situations? Yeah, absolutely. One of the things that um, our staff at Gateway that we like always live by is like the reality that the way that we, to the measure that we um, give grace and extend grace, it will be measured back to us. Uh-huh. And to the measure that we judge and the measure that we are harsh, that that will also come back to us. And mm-hmm. so I think about, you know, when Jesus talked about that and um, I've learned from the example of my pastor and other leaders around me of when you are hurt or when you are frustrated, Mm -hmm. you know, to come in with a teachable heart and to come in with a heart that says, let's talk this out. And my pastor and I, we like, we're friends too. And we've had, we've had some very difficult conversations over the years, but the one thing that we've always learned is that it's made us stronger because we chose to keep on serving each other. We chose to keep on honoring. And like, it was like, Hey, like God's called us together, you know, um, in ministry, like we're better together. And so like, it's the enemy that wants to divide, you know, and he wants to conquer, but the Lord, like he gives us that grace to overcome. And so, you know, there've been hard conversations that in misunderstandings too. So I think one thing for like, maybe a lot of worship leaders out there is, um, maybe your style or maybe your heart is different from what you feel like your senior leader wants or is expecting from you. And for me, that was the area of like the difference between praise and like deep worship, you know, Um, and like, and so we wanted my pastor, he wanted us to build a culture of praise because we didn't really have that at one point. And I didn't, in in my mind, for some reason, I equated praise to just noise and like, you know, dancing around and making hype. But really, it wasn't that it was like praise powerful praise in a corporate environment it breaks strongholds it, sh- it changes uh-huh. the atmosphere and yes. that's what i had had to learn and it doesn't mean that the song is always fast but like it's it's the the people of god coming together and so one thing we do is lift up we lift up a corporate shout a lot and it's like um, the, one of the most powerful things and that actually in my when my experience that actually does make way for those deeper moments of worship to happen Mm-hmm. Um, and so my pastor and I, over the years, like we have wrestled with that conversation and like tried, you know, there've been moments where like, help me understand where you're coming from. And it's cool because through that, 
we've been able to like break down a lot of the like misconceptions and misunderstandings that we both had about what each other was wanting to do in, in the ministry and in worship. And so I would say like for worship leaders, like don't, if you are frustrated, you know, or like you're feeling tension with you and your pastor, like, like I've experienced so much breakthrough by showing that heart of honor and like saying, right. okay, pastor, help me understand. How do I serve? How do I, and like, I love um, Dustin Smith. I love one thing that he says is he said, it's not submission until you disagree. Cause if you oh, agree, that's on. called agreement. Drops, drops. Wow. <laughs> drops the bombs he says things so yeah. well yeah he does he i'm like this is yeah. so good and so i just remember like and there are moments where like i don't always agree but then i remember like okay this isn't about me you know this is about like what does the body need right now what does the church need um what is the lord calling us to do as leaders and sometimes you have to lead people to a place that may not be your preferred place right now but it's it's what's what is good for the health of the church you know and and for the glory of the Lord. So this is powerful, Corey. Um, and really realizing too, that our honor for one another is a real reflection of our honor for God, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and, wow. and vice versa, you know, yeah. and how much more can we give honor to God by honoring one another and what a greater expression of honor that can release in our church and even in our corporate gatherings and times of worship. Because you know, it's not just about coming together and singing our greatest set list right. on Sunday morning, but it's like, hey, how have we been getting along this week? You know, how yeah. have we been submitting to one another in the fear of the Lord this week? Yeah. Wow. You know? Yeah. You know, in those moments when we didn't, we didn't necessarily want to agree, but we just chose to lay our rights down and and you know and mm-hmm. lay things down and just say, yeah. okay, I'm listening to you. You know, I'm just yeah. going to surrender my heart to you right now and just hear what you yes. have to say. And in those moments, I truly believe just bring a greater expression of honor to God in our corporate gatherings and even a greater anointing can mm-hmm. be released corporately, mm-hmm. you know, when we come together, mm-hmm. you know. Absolutely. Um, so you, you have an amazing relationship with your pastor, you know, and I know those like, and I don't say that as just like a blanket shallow statement. Mm-hmm. Um but I, I just really sense, and just even seeing things from afar, I've just, um, Jason and I were friends on social media. Yeah. I think we both kind of heard about each other, you know, and I'm, I know I'm eventually going to make my way up to Shelbyville at, at mm-hmm. some point here, perhaps yeah. in the next year, and just to connect with all of you guys and connect yes. with him. And it'll be, you know, a great time together. Um, but it's clear to me as a pastor and a worship pastor and and a leader worship leader and i say those different roles because it again it causes me to see things from different angles that it's clear that you guys have taken a lot of time to cultivate mm-hmm. that pastor worship mm-hmm. leader worship pastor relationship mm-hmm. um what are some practical ways that you guys have done that because it has been a very intentional relationship which ma- has made it a very healthy and life-giving yeah. relationship. yes yeah um I will say that like, I haven't always had, um, you know, just being a little vulnerable. I haven't always had the best history with pastors in my life. Like there have been, you know, I've learned so many things, but I haven't always had like an understanding of like, what does a pastoral relationship look like? And so, uh, one thing I remember is when pastor Jason and I first became friends, um, I wasn't even on staff at the church yet. I was traveling with a band and leading worship and he would call me and text me while I was on the road and he would just say, Hey, how are, how are you doing? I'm praying for you. 
Um, the Lord put you on my heart today. Like, is there anything I can do to serve you? And I just remember thinking like, wow, this guy, like, this is really special. Like he's, he's a pastor and like, he really cares like, you know, about my heart. And he even told me that the Lord told him like seven years ago that he said, the Lord told me, don't, don't try to like, like be friends with Corey because of his gift. Don't build relationship just because he's of his talent or skill, but but he needs a pastor in his life and he needs a friend and awesome. that the Lord actually said, I'm, he is going to bring healing um, to me through this relationship. And that's exactly what has happened. Um, pastor Jason has walked me through some of the hardest seasons of my life. Um, there was a point three years ago that I, I wanted to quit ministry. I literally was like, I wanted to run and the Holy spirit like alerted pastor Jason and was like, Hey, Corey wants to run. You need to call him. And so he called me and we went through like probably a two, three months, like just season of like walking together through some of that, you know? And, and so having somebody that will link arms with you and partner with you mm-hmm. and like just shepherd you that way. And even like remind you of who you are when you forgot um, is priceless. And like that for me, I am who I am today in so many ways because he's somebody that has really been like, it's like, it's an apostolic role, you know, it's like, Hey, like, don't forget who you are. Don't forget what God's called you to. You're made for more. Um, and so like, that's, that's a heart of honor, you know? And like, I'm so thankful for that. And it's like family, you know, we always say, we say all the time, like your family, like this isn't just ministry or, you know, business or a job. This is family and kingdom. And so. So special and so awesome. Yeah. I really, really believe that there's like a renaissance of sorts of mothers and true mothers and fathers rising up you know not just leaders we talk often about leaders you know and um but you know true servants true mothers and fathers like even with what you said like he texts you and say how can I serve you or you know how can I be praying for you today you know Mm -hmm. that's because that's what family does we just long Mm -hmm. to serve one another and to walk side by side. And I really believe that God is raising up um, in this hour because there's never been generation that needed it more, <laughs> that needed mothers and fathers than now. And that's just even, I know a prayer that I pray constantly, God, I just thank you that you are raising up the mothers and fathers to mm-hmm. lead this generation, Lord, so that we can just um, advance this kingdom of God for your glory, mm-hmm. you know, as, yeah. as a strong army you know, not just as an army, but as a strong army, you know, walking hand in hand, strong, walking in our identity and our authority as sons and daughters. Yeah. Let's talk about your team. You know, yeah, I could talk to you. You and I could, we could (laughs) chat all day long about so many things. Right. Just moving on today. Let's talk about your, your worship team. And then we'll talk a little bit about Madison. Uh, street worship but let's just talk about you know your worship team and um, I've had actually the joy and the privilege of getting to know a couple of them mm-hmm. lately yeah. and it's just kind of cool how God's brought a couple of them you know just around my sphere in in this yeah. season and that's just really been interesting how that's yeah. been you know so I've just kind of you know gotten to know them a little bit and just seeing yeah. like honestly just the heart of honor you know and and what mm-hmm. we carry is is so contagious good or bad mm-hmm. and i thought wow i'm seeing it again this heart of honor you know mm-hmm. and in wow. in this team and just seeing how it flourishes and how it grows and how it spreads like this healthy mm-hmm. virus 
you know, mm. to the, <laughs> yeah. if I can say it like that, but right. like the glory of God. So just like, just seeing the fruit of that from your team mm. and getting to know them, it, it's just so precious. Mm. It's just been so precious and mm. so beautiful to see that. But mm. just um, share a little bit, you know, just practical ways how you guys cultivate team. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it doesn't necessarily be about honor, but just cultivating that team mentality, maybe a family, mm. you know, yeah. how, how do you cultivate a family culture in yeah. your worship? Yeah. Well, I think honestly, like, um, doing things together has been like, obviously rehearsals are one time that we gather, we do rehearsals most Thursday evenings, but then every third Thursday we take that night and we do a team night where we gather and we'll either come to my house or we'll go to Harley's loft or, um, Lee and Jenna's house and we will gather and hang out. We'll have food we'll spend time together. We'll worship together. We'll pray together. Um, even like last week we went bowling together, which was so fun and like just did something, you know, a little, a little more relaxed and humbling. I find bowling a very humbling. It is. Yeah. Yes. Very, very much so. Like there's always one, like there's always one person in the group. It's like, do you like bowl every night? Like in your spare time? Oh yeah. I know there's people, they, they're just naturally gifted at it. Um, but yeah, but we do those things. And then we actually have a group chat on Instagram, like a group yeah. message and mm-hmm. we, we check up on each other and we send, if something ministers to us on Instagram, we forward it. Um, we put prayer requests in there. So that's one place where we have community while we're on the go. And that right. way it's not like a text where it's blowing up someone's phone or like, right. you know, that kind of thing. So that's really been helpful for us. Um, and just learning that heart of like, Hey, if there's a need, let's try to help people with it. Um, let's serve one another. If, if someone's going through a hard time, um, you know, we're, we're there for each other. And, and what I've also learned is like, you know, it's interesting too, because like there are moments where you let people down or you forget something or, you know, you get busy, but the reality is like extending grace and mercy is a powerful thing. And we've been learning how to do that for one another as well. Um, you know, and, and even clarifying, I've, I've tried to ask the Lord to help me fill in the blanks wherever the enemy tries. Cause sometimes, you know how the enemy works. He tries to speak to people wherever there's a gap, he likes to fill in a script. And so I've been asking the Lord, like, okay, God, how do I fill in that script before it gets, you know what I mean? Like if there's a gap somewhere, like something that happened on the team that a, a team member might wonder, Hmm, was I excluded or was I, you know, was this happening or that? Like, I want to make sure to reassure them like, Hey, no, 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 you're loved. And this is, you know, just to prevent the enemy from getting a place to speak, you know? Yeah, totally. You just like to get in there and just, you know, slowly pull that team apart. But Mm -hmm. yeah, and you need ears to hear as leaders. So yeah. Yeah. So we, we love like building team and, and like, I've also learned that like, yeah, I'm, I'm the worship pastor, but I've also learned that there are other strong leaders on the team that I can rely on to help facilitate community. Um, and like, I used to believe the lie that it was like all on my shoulders, like that, oh, this is like all on me, but really it's not like we're all in this together. And like Harley in, is one example of um, somebody that's, he is a team builder. He is a family person and he's yeah, always, yeah. you know, he's always building that loyalty and that trust with people so yeah and a phenomenal singer yes he's amazing 
<laughs> his Facebook video yesterday. I haven't, re- you know, I've heard him sing a little bit, but then I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I sent it to my daughter and she's yeah. just like, what? <laughs> I know, but he, he went to school for that too. So he's trained a lot. I'm going to give him that. He's had a lot yeah. of training, yeah. but yeah, but just yeah. really anointed, you know, just really mm-hmm. anointed. And yeah, Absolutely. just hearing you share. Um, just about, you know, his heart of honor too. You know, it's not just about talent, but it's really mm-hmm. honor that really always shines through. Yes. All of that. And that's, and that's our heart, you know, as worship worship leaders is, yeah, t- yeah, we want to be the best that we can be for the glory of God, but we, we want to have the greatest hearts over anything, you know. Yes. Because that's what lasts. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk about, uh, before we wrap up here, Madison Street Worship. What is Madison Street Worship? Where did that come about? And um, how do we find you guys? Yeah, so... It's driving um, to Shelbyville. <laughs> yes, yeah, come see us in Shelbyville. Uh, well, Madison Street Worship really, in, it started in my heart and in Pastor Jason's heart probably four or five years ago. He received the prophetic word while he was away speaking at another church and they had it, they have a team of like at that church of people that are like they practice the prophetic as a gifting and they right. pray over people and ask God for words of knowledge and all that. So they one of the guys there spoke over my over Pastor Jason and said, Man, I just keep hearing the Lord saying the words songs of the house. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the Lord is calling you and your church to write songs of the house and yeah. that they'll go out and touch nations. And then he even said like that it, it'll bring blessing back to your local church and your people. Um, and that, you know, that we should really pray into that and run with it. And so he came back and told me about that. And at the time I was already, you know, working with integrity as a writer and artist. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was writing songs in the writer's room, but I really wasn't writing songs with the people at the church. Right. And so we kind of started moving that direction and we didn't have a name though. Cause like we, and our church is called gateway church. So we couldn't like be called gateway worship or you know all that so we're i told the team i was like let's pray about a name like what we could something that's meaningful and that fits us and it was actually annalise um my fiance who one day like a year and a half ago she was like she was like hey what street is the church on i was like it's on madison street and she was like and and the church used to be called madison street church of god like way back in the day i was like yeah she was like we should call it madison street worship and so i text pastor and yeah i text pastor and i text lee and some of the other team members and they were like um yes please and we found out that the the word madison one of the definitions of it is strong fighter is the name what it it means and that is so weird because we have a lot of people in our church that that is very like much who they are strong fighters people Mm -hmm. that have really pushed through some hard things and overcome a lot of hard stuff and even our church as a whole we've, we've had to fight some big obstacles so that was kind of where we got the name. And then um, I just felt like a year and a half ago, like it's, we should start praying about doing a project. And so we just decided about a year ago exactly to just pick a date and start writing songs and put it together and get a producer. And yeah. um, So we did that. And yeah, it's been really cool. So we, we did that live recording in July and we put the album out in February um songs of the house yeah it's um, so good thank you and 
yeah, we're just really blessed and amazed at how God is using the songs already. There's already been some testimonies that we've heard that are like mm-hmm. incredible stories. Um, and so, yeah, so, but we're on iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, Apple Music, Instagram, all under Corey Voss and Madison Street Worship. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we're just really excited. They're, you know, we've partnering with Integrity was a really awesome opportunity as well to release the project. And um, we're actually about to film some acoustic videos this Saturday on some of the songs. And then we'll put those out in May um, and kind of give another round of, you know, putting the songs out there. So good. And I love that just songs of the house. And it's another thing that you can just see rising all over the world is songs of the house Mm -hmm. are arising that there, there Mm -hmm. are, and, and will continue to be and have been some incredible songs, so many mm-hmm. that the whole world sings. Mm-hmm. You know, like how great is our God? Even like yeah. good, good father or yeah. great are you, Lord? Or, you know, like yeah. one of the originals I can think of is like shout to the Lord or I could sing yeah. of your love. But there's just something so wonderful happening is that so- the songs of the house are arising. And as, as you would know this as well as I would know is that your church is probably never going to shout a song and declare it as an anthem, like a song that was written for that house. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. It's just, they're, they're going to shout it the loudest. Mm-hmm. They're going to sing it with everything that they have because it's what God is doing in them and through mm-hmm. them at that time. And we just know that music, one of the powerful things about music is it bypasses our intellect you know, yeah. and how powerful is it that we begin to sing about what God is doing in us and mm-hmm. through us and how that just gets inside of us. Yes. So we just bless you guys in that. And we just thank God for all of you and what God mm-hmm. is doing in you and through you mm-hmm. to the glory of God. May it just grow and be multiplied um, mm-hmm. in your house, into the regions around you and into the nations and mm-hmm. all around the world that whatever, mm-hmm. that everything heaven is loose. I just, you know, come mm-hmm. into agreement with heaven today yeah. and say, may all be released in the timing of the Lord right. and mm-hmm. in the way that he has plans. And yes. even for your personal life, Corey, I just mm-hmm. pray God protection around you and even protection mm-hmm. around time and mm-hmm. in your heart and um, that God would just give you just such a grace to know what you're supposed to step into and what you're not supposed to step into and who you're supposed yeah. to step into it with um that you're just going to become so skillful in that way and be able to navigate that and even just teach it to your teams and and to the people around you there's such Mm -hmm. a grace on your life and i just am really honored to know you and Mm -hmm. i just speak blessing over you and and annalise you know Mm -hmm. i haven't met her yet but i I know i look forward to meeting her and it's cool that um even though her and i haven't met yet that we have mutual friends and just Mm -hmm. seeing how it's such a small, big, big, small world that we're all so connected with. And right. God always keeps us, you know, always is reminding us that we are one, you mm-hmm. know, even though Absolutely. we're all diverse, that we really are one and it's incredible. So mm-hmm. we bless you today. We thank, thank God you. for you and thank you for being with us today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. It's been a, a joy and an honor. Thank you for listening today. It's our hope and prayer that we would grow together to become our greatest of selves for the glory of God. We'll coexist to help encourage, equip, inspire, and connect worship leaders and teams like you from all around the world. 
Please be sure to subscribe to our podcast to stay up to date on up and coming episodes. Connect today with our Wilco community group on Facebook. Please also like our Facebook page if you haven't had a chance yet and leave us a rating as it helps us and helps others find us. We are also online at worshipleaderscollective.com.